Welcome to the Recovering Perfectionist Podcast, where I empower you to develop sustainable habits, challenge society, and take messy action. I'm Christine, life balance coach and world champion ballroom dancer, and I believe that everyone has the power to create their very own life by design. The Recovering Perfectionist podcast was created with a mission to encourage a life of abundance by finding peace and acceptance in our own imperfections and developing healthy self-love through sustainable habits and manifestation. It's time to align with the universe for the full human experience and redefine what it really means to be wow. successful. Uh-huh. It's too good, the secret is out and wow, uh-huh. Welcome back, my recovering perfectionists, to the podcast. This is a very, very special birthday episode. I'm so happy that we're all here together to share this space. I realized that this episode was coming out the day after my birthday. So I was like, how fun. Let's do something special. And I wanted to talk today about achieving bucket list dreams. I'm also going to give a little update on this year, my 33rd trip around the sun, and a little bit of how I spent my day. Uh, Very, very different from how I've spent my days in the past, my birthdays in the past. Um, But yeah, I just, it's very reflective of my 32nd year that I just finished and also where I feel my life is going. So I'm very excited to dig into that with you guys today. So first I want to start off talking about bucket list dreams, bucket lists, like achieving your big bucket list. Um, I don't even know what really what to call it. Um, but I will say like, there's lots of different things you can have on your bucket list. A lot of people say that it's places you want to visit, right? bucket list destinations. Um, It can be kind of like your goals list of like, what do you want to achieve? Um, But for me, specifically, I crossed a big one off the list um, this year when I went to Barcelona. That was a that was like my number one bucket list location in the world that I wanted to go to. And honestly, the reason that I wanted to go was because I had met specific people that had traveled the world and stamped out multiple passports and been to over, you know, 50, 60 countries. And I asked them, of course, every time, what was their favorite place that they've ever been to? And without a doubt, they all said Barcelona. So I had built up this place in my head for over 10 years of like how it was going to be and the food and the atmosphere and the energy and the music and the community and the culture and the environment and the architecture and all the things. And I was like, ready for this. So I don't want that to build up to say like, then I went and I was disappointed. That's not where this is going. Um, this is actually going to just come completely full circle. But, um, I was, my goal was that I wanted to get married and go with my husband. Like, and I made this you know, um, bucket list thing. Uh, I made it like, oh my gosh, probably when I was like 
10 or 11. Um, and so, and I didn't meet my husband until I was like 28. So that's just to tell you, um, maybe I made it in my teens, like maybe like 13, 14, but still super young. And we went to Europe as you know, if you listen to the podcast, we went to Europe for two months, finally got to do our big Europe trip. That was also like, again, something I've been wanting to do for a very long time, a very transformative trip, part honeymoon, part family, part all kinds of things. And obviously Barcelona was like on the top of the list. So like when we started our drive from the top of France, uh, the North in Normandy, um, past Nantes and Bordeaux and we went through Andorra like my husband was like we're beelining as fast as we can to Barcelona because there's no way that we're going to not do this city um after that he felt like it was just like a breeze cakewalk because he's like I've been talking about this for so long we needed to get it done so we went and when I tell you when we were in the car on the way there we knew we were going to hit Barcelona that day. I was like in such a place already that I was like, listen, I am already so excited to be here in Europe for two months, married with my husband, just like I said I would on my honeymoon. All of these amazing things were already happening that I said, regardless of what Barcelona brings to me right now, I'm not going to let it be a disappointment. It's only going to be an amazing check off the list to say like, I did it. And that was kind of like, it just took all the pressure off. I think, you know, um, it didn't have to deliver because I feel like after so many years I had built up this thing so much in my head that I was like, it's never going to live up to my expectations at this point. So also, I feel like when I made that goal to want to go to Barcelona so bad because I had heard that it is one of the best places in the world to go, I was in a very different place in my life. And now, over 10 years later, I've created new goals, new dreams, new bucket lists, and I was ready to, like, I, I almost feel like it was just a, um, just kind of a thing that I needed to do to say that like anyone can achieve their dreams and any dream that you have can come true, no matter how much time has passed. And that was really it for me was like, it was really just a, let's complete this chapter because I've been living in it for so long. So in doing so overall, Barcelona was, the food was fun. Fun. If the food was great, we had some amazing paella. We had some of the best duck we have ever had, um, even over France. And I feel like, you know, I've had some amazing duck in France, but we had the best duck and paella at the same night. We had a feed away, which is a um, noodle paella. We had some amazing tomato mozzarella, super basic, but just quality, like one of the best. And we went to Park Well, we went to Sagrada Familia, we did all the fun things, we had great luck, we didn't buy tickets ahead of time, because we had a couple days there. So we were like, Oh, worst case, we'll buy and go the next day. And they were like, No, 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 you can buy right now and just go right in. We went at the perfect time. It was fantastic. We had great weather. 
Um, our hotel was like one of the best hotels we had the entire trip. And again, we just found it by accident. Not by accident. I mean, we were looking intentionally, but we just kind of like came across it. It felt right. It felt aligned. We booked it. It was great. We had an amazing guy. Shout out to Carlos, who helped us out the entire time. Um, but when I tell you the energy, the architecture, the culture of it all, that everybody was raving about, that I had heard most of my life, I didn't feel it. It wasn't there for me. For me. That's not to say that Barcelona isn't amazing. Um, it wasn't there for me. And my husband agreed. We both really love France, the south of France. Um, we loved Italy. Switzerland for us was next level. But I don't know. There was parts of it for us in Barcelona that just weren't hitting some of the things that for you know just make a, a full experience for us. We discovered later on that they have different architectural um, laws in Barcelona than they do in Italy and France, um, meaning that they are allowed to change facades of buildings. And so everything looks really contemporary or almost now at this point, it looks like they were ahead of their time before. And now they're almost like feels like it's 10 years back. So it's, they've taken away a lot of the traditional, um, you know, ornate architecture that France and Italy are known for. And that for me didn't feel like I was in Europe. So that kind of is a big part of the energy for me. I will say, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. We found the most amazing salsa dancing on the beach. We went to the beach to pick up some sand and we just ran into a whole group of people, live music, doing salsa dancing. So that was a huge, like, again, there were so many moments. And I think the reason that there were so many of those great little moments is because we went into it with not as much expectation as I had built up. I disclaimered before we got there, like, I've got to lower my expectations so that I don't get super disappointed. And this doesn't end up being like a disaster bucket list situation. Um, and for us, it was just so much about me checking this off the list and saying I did it. And we did it. And it was amazing. And we have some incredible videos and we dressed up and we went into Sagrada Familia. And I was dressed up in like a, a whole red, like flamenco type um outfit. I looked like that freaking emoji, uh, the girl dancer emoji. And I looked, you know, I felt like a very Spanish flamenco vibe and it was just amazing. So we have so many incredible things. Sagrada Familia, if you guys go to Barcelona, like next level with, um, Gaudi's architecture and all that stuff. That's just like futuristic. It's not even like past. It's so futuristic. It's incredible to look at. Nothing in the world exists like that. So, um, so let's go back a little bit to achieving bucket list dreams. Like, I think sometimes we build up some of these things so much in our head. We imagine what they're going to be like. We think in our head, we visualize this experience, this place, this food, this person, this career, this car, whatever it may be that you, you know, are excited about and you really want, you know, it's going to be so great. Um, what I think kills the experience for some people once they do it and they 
a lot of people get disappointed and say, wow, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be or as good as everyone said it was going to be is because we are not as flexible with the methods of how it's done. So you need to be, I've said this for a long time, you need to be stubborn with the goal, like make it happen. We made it happen. We were like Barcelona, top of the list, it's happening. But you need to be flexible with the methods of how it's delivered to you. And for me, that meant, you know, if the food's not as great as I thought, if the energy isn't there, if the hotel isn't as, you know, accommodating as maybe we would want it to be, whatever it may be, I was open to checking Barcelona off the list without feeling like it had to be the perfect experience. And that goes right back to the recovering perfectionist. Like we build up all of these things in our heads so much of how it's supposed to be. We have all these expectations on things. And then when it doesn't deliver exactly to the T of our expectation, we're completely disappointed and we're let down and we're not, we feel like, why did, you know, why did we think it was going to be this great? Or why did so-and-so tell me now there's resentment there and there's all these things. And it was so important for me after all of these years of building this up in my head and being like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is going to change my life. This is going to transform. You know, I'm so excited. I can't wait to be one of those people that says they've been to Barcelona and all the things. And I immediately, I'm so glad I had this reflection moment right before we went. We were like in Bordeaux, um, Andorra. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I just feel like I need to be more intentional about how I go into this experience because if I don't go into it with the right attitude, then I feel like I'm going to be, it's going to ruin the rest of the honeymoon for me. Like not like I wouldn't be, you know, just walking around like a sad person, but I would just be, there would be something, you know how perfectionists are, all my perfectionists out there, like, you know, like when there's something that just doesn't, hit right it sits in the back of your brain and it just lives there rent free and you just can't get rid of it and you're just like man if only that would have just been the experience I expected it to be everything would be perfect and then I wouldn't have this like nagging like it just didn't live up to the expectation so I thought it was really important for me to talk about this especially on my birthday because I think people have a lot of expectations for birthdays new years all these different things For me, my birthday, I'm sorry, the new year doesn't start on January 1st for me. It starts on October 1st because that's my birthday and it just so happens to be the first day of fourth quarter. And fourth quarter is huge for people who have businesses, for people who, I mean, stocks, you know, the economy, like fourth quarter is where it's at. It's the holiday season. Um, It's like the pinnacle of the year. And I feel like that's when habits, systems, that's when you're really tested. You know, that's when the holiday season comes around, people fall off the food wagon, if they're dieting, all these different things. Like, I feel like that's really where you can see are all the things you've been doing all throughout the year, have they been working? And are you disciplined enough to keep your systems in place, keep your habits going, keep your boundaries. Cause hello, when we get into holidays with family and all that, that's where the boundaries start and tend to drop. We tend to put ourselves, you know, last we say yes to everyone else because that, you know, it's the holiday season. We say no to ourselves. And then we come January 1st, ready to hop back on the habit train 
and put up all our healthy boundaries and we just feel so defeated and, you know, just over it and drained, honestly, from the last three months. So I use October 1st for me for as the start of a new year. It is a new trip around the sun for me, literally. But then by the time I get to January 1 and everyone, you have this collective, you know, uh, energy of New Year's resolutions, intentions, all this stuff. I'm already on the train. Like my business partner and I started our academy uh, mid-November last year because, and we started signing people up and we started officially first week of December because we were like, how great would it be if you were to get a month of great work on yourself deep in this, um, you know, academy portal and community. And then by January one, you're already have so much momentum that it's not even about setting new intentions. It's just about continuing the momentum of what you've already created. Um, because then you're not a part of the big society jump into January one, you know, fall off February one. And that is very hard to pull yourself out of. But if you're already on your own path, it is so easy to keep going on that because nobody else is, you know, you're not comparing yourself to anybody else. You're not working off of anybody else's energy because you're just in a complete lane of your own. And that's what's really helpful for me. So expectations on your birthday and all of that stuff. I think um, my brother and I talk about this every year. He's an actor in Los Angeles and he is, you know, pursuing a very, very difficult career path and a very, very, um, you know, elite um, group of people who have chosen to hear no a lot more than yes. And they have to have a high resiliency. And so every year we discuss, you know, him turning another year older. And of course, in acting, it's like, you don't want to be older. You want to be young and all these things. And I think that's rubbed off on me a little bit too. But I also think that once I became an entrepreneur, every year was just like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not, you know, I haven't accomplished all that I want to accomplish. I'm getting closer to the age of having kids. And I haven't done all the things I want to do without kids yet. And all these things. And there's all this society pressure that we have all the time. And as I got more and more into being an entrepreneur and doing more and more things, I think, first of all, I was distracted. I wasn't focusing on one specific thing, which is why it took me, I feel so much longer to really hit some of my milestones. But I also feel like I just wasn't excited to turn another year older and celebrate these big birthdays because I was just like, I just want to be where I want to be right now. And I was focusing on all the things I didn't have and not all the things I did have. It was, I was really not celebrating birthdays with gratitude. I was just moving through them, um, you know, with a lack, with a scarcity mindset, essentially. So when I tell you that this was the first birthday as an adult that I have felt excited and abundantly joyful to celebrate, which is huge for me. And that just goes to show, like you can see all the things on Facebook and year after year and all these wonderful things. My husband and I have now been married for about a year and a half. We've known each other for six years. I mean, all these wonderful things that we post and everything, that doesn't mean that we weren't happy. We're super happy. It's not a facade. 
But I will say that birthday wise, like every year I'm getting older and older, I was disappointed in myself. And I don't, and that's so sad to think like, I'm actually really sad about past me because I didn't like, she just wasn't working from a place of gratitude, my past version. And my husband and I turned 30, um, you know, obviously three years ago. And so we're about the same age or a couple, a couple months apart. And then our 30th year, we were living in a pandemic and we were supposed to be traveling and doing all the things. We were so excited to be in our thirties. Like this is going to be our best decade. 31 hits. We're still in a pandemic. We haven't traveled yet. I mean, it was just, we hadn't done our Europe trip. We were just so, you know, poor me, poor me. And, and we were all living through this. So it's like, there was reason to have this anxiety and this stress and this sadness and grieving the loss of those years. But I was like, man, I feel like we missed out on the first couple years of our thirties. We were building in the background. Of course, it's not like it was empty years, but we, those birthdays were really hard to celebrate. Cause I was like, I don't want to be turning another year older. I feel like I've lost a year of like living my life the way I want to. I feel like, you know, we're living in lockdown as we were. So this year, um, after finishing my 32nd around the sun. I did more healing on myself this year than I have ever done. I just cranked it up a notch. I did. I have a therapist. I have a life coach. I have a business coach. I have a business partner holds me accountable as I hold her accountable. I have an amazing husband. We've been obviously our, our Europe trip in, for two months just completely opened our eyes to all of the future plans we've been making and actually making them accessible to us. Like we started like really seeing our reality come to life. Um, I, we celebrated our one year anniversary, which was in France, which was amazing. We have been our businesses, both of our businesses completely took off in my 32nd year. And it was just years and years and years and years of planting seeds and pushing and you know, not giving up because that is why we su people succeed is because they don't give up. It's failure after failure after failure. And, you know, like revving up a lawnmower, it's like false start after false start and building that in the background. And then just all of a sudden out of nowhere, people think you're an overnight success. And it's like, yeah, no, this has been building up. So finally, all of those things are two businesses, my healing journey, um, I've had so many experiences that have helped me to understand myself better. I've set so many healthy boundaries. I, uh, go back and listen to an episode, um, that I did a life update where last year I decided not to talk to my parents for an entire month because they're both of their energies are both very strong in different ways on different ends of the spectrum. And I needed to find me and figure out who I was as a wife and all these different things. We also, moved to Orange County for a year, which was huge because the last time I lived in California, I was 21 and it was hard. I just went over there with the biggest like inflated ego. I had just become a world champion ballroom dancer. I was ready for anything. And I just got knocked down multiple pegs. Financially, it hit me hard. I was being, feeling drained emotionally, physically, everything. And I was scared to go back to California. Like when my husband was like, yeah, I think we should move to California. You know, the pandemic wasn't doing well in Vegas. And I was like, 
Um, that sounds like emotional trauma for me. I don't want to deal with. And it was actually a wonderful experience. My husband opened up a bike shop. He introduced bikes and, you know, um, into our lives. And we started riding around on little moped scooters and all these different things and having intentional time and being present in the moment. And that helped us in our relationship more. And I completely healed that California trauma in me. Uh, and also just the fear of paying for more, you know, like all this money scarcity I was working through. I've worked through so much of that in this last year. So 33 also, I mean, hello, alignment, like the same number, you know, 33, that's just angel numbers right there. So that was also very exciting. And it was just, it just feels so good to finally feel so grounded in this moment. But I look back and I think about that girl who I was just struggling to get through a birthday as an adult. Because obviously when I was a little kid, my, you know, my parents threw big parties for us. It was really fun. We had friends over all the time and it was great. You know, whatever we wanted to do, they were game. And so, but I mean, once you get past a certain point, um, you know, I had my sweet 16. It was a surprise birthday party. Um, can't remember exactly what I did for like 18 or anything like that. And then eventually, you know, 2021, like you start to be an adult and start doing different things and you, life moves us around. So I don't know. I just, I became an entrepreneur when I was 20, 1920. So like, it's been a minute. And at first I have all this energy and I'm ready to go and let's, let's hit the ground running. Let's start everything. Let's say yes to everything as we all do. And then you just, halfway through my twenties, I was just getting exhausted. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm running on fumes here. And I'm hustle culture, living in survival mode, asking myself, when is this going to end? When am I going to see success? When am I, when is one thing going to take off so I can start to build more things from that? You know, it was just too much. And so that's when my healing journey really started when I met my husband and we started really like breaking down what needed to happen in the next step because I couldn't keep going the way I was going. So anyway, full circle moment, coming back to all the joy and abundance in my thir 33rd year, my 33rd birthday. I cannot even believe I'm saying that. Like literally, I don't even feel a day over 25. Um, but that's fine. I'm thrilled about it. I'm excited to be where I'm at. I'm excited to be, have the people in my life that I have. And my husband and I started the day this morning, um, on my birthday, cause I'm recording this the day of my birthday. So when you guys hear it, it will be, this will have been yesterday, October 1st. And we started the day in a place called the sacred lounge. And these are two wonderful women who have created this full, um, full sensory experience in a place called Area 15, which is like an interactive museum with black lights and all these different things. And it has lots of different um, artistic experiences inside. And they were able to use this place to create what they call the Sacred Lounge. And they both come from wellness and yoga, Pilates, sound healing, meditation backgrounds. So they created this full experience together. And it's an hour and a half. 
and you go into this room where there's projection all over the walls because it's very Area 15, so that's why they did it there. And it's just so peaceful, and there's all these, like, blue colors and purples and greens and all of these incredible, just, you know, great music, and you grab a yoga mat and you sit down, and they start you with yoga. And we do some really soft yoga poses, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not the biggest yoga fan, so I was a little bit hesitant at first, but they did it so much easier. It was so, like, aligned and felt so good to do these yoga poses, um, and it was so fast. And then there's a whole part, section about journaling and visualization and meditation. So you pull out a journal, you start writing, and she gives you these verbal prompts, um, Every it's a eight part series, and this and that's why we picked it is because I wanted to do this was um, session seven. I have not been to the other ones because I had just heard about it, and it just so happened to land on my birthday. I was like, oh my gosh, what a perfect way to start my birthday! My husband will go with me. We'll have this whole bonding experience. And later on, the guides were like, oh my gosh, I loved how connected and present you guys were with each other, and you guys were facing each other during some of it and holding hands. And being so intentional with your energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, you were feeling all that? Like, that's amazing. Uh, it felt so great to do it with my partner. Like, that felt so grounding, especially on my birthday. So then we did this visualization. And the theme of today was limitless life. And so, like, really, like, what's holding you back, you know? And being aware, taking responsibility, um, being, um, you know, honest with yourself. And then making intentional action to change um, you know, your limiting beliefs and what's holding you back. And so we were able to do all these journal prompts. We did like a really nice guided meditation through that. And then we go into, we end the session with dance movement, which hello, that's like absolutely me all day long. My husband and I were like so into it. Um, we were both just like jamming. We were like moving. It felt very African, which my husband's Haitian. So he was all into it. It felt very just um, tribal and um, just just so real and raw. It was just wonderful. And just we got all our energy out and it was removing all the toxic energy to move into this new chapter and this new season with just so much love and abundance and acceptance. And it was fabulous. So then afterwards, we go out into this little um, like loungy area where we do like mocktails and do all these fun things. Um, we were able to go up and talk to the guides and let them know like who we are and what we were doing there and all that stuff. And it was amazing. Then we went and did a birthday photo shoot because, you know, your girl had to get balloons that said 33 on them. And we did some fun stuff. And that is the cover of this podcast episode. Uh, so we did that. It was amazing. And then we went and had lunch at one of my favorite places. And then we went and did an escape room with my family. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh, it was a Disney theme. It was like all the Disney character, uh, books all put into one. It was so great. It was like an hour and a half experience. So much fun. Friends of ours who, um, or, uh, who have created the business called Once Upon an Escape in Las Vegas. So great. And then we went to dinner. My husband uh, reserved... Um, dinner for us at Mandalay Bay on the Strip, which was so fun at this cute little French restaurant. And uh, yeah, and now we're back. I'm just like reliving this whole day. Obviously, so many incredible messages. Talked to all my family that, I, that I'm that i not near right now from 
overseas, France, you know, my, my husband's family, my family, friends, so many messages. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me for my birthday. Um, so much love pulsing through my body and just my heart is so full of joy. Uh, just knowing how many people in my life that I feel so connected to and that are, you know, took the time out of their day to send me birthday love. And I so appreciate all of you for that. And yeah, just recording this podcast. Honestly, this is so crazy for me. This is the first podcast I've ever recorded the night before it comes out. Like I am not a procrastinator at all. And it kept getting bumped and bumped and bumped. And there were certain things that popped up this past week and I just never got it recorded. And I thought, how next is this? Like, I'm literally going to record my birthday episode at the end of the day on my birthday. I was like, I feel like it just, that's exactly why I started this podcast because I felt like it needed to be this journal, audio journal for me. And now I'm able to reflect on the whole day and, you know, talk about all these amazing things. So, you know, last, um, what do I want to say? Last like a little message of this episode is back full circle back to expectations. You know, I'm not a procrastinator expected to record this episode like a week and a half ago, didn't get around to doing it and not for lack of trying, but it never happened. And here we are like an hour or two before it's supposed to come out. And I'm sitting here in my bed with my comfy blanket and pillow in my PJs, just chilling, feeling so grateful for this wonderful birthday. I finally feel excited to celebrate and I am just letting the energy flow. I am creating such a new perspective on expectations and flow and being in a state of flow and I feel like that is something if there, if you take anything away from this episode, that's something I feel like would be the, the, the nugget of what we've been discussing here is don't put so many expectations on things, whether it be a bucket list thing, whether it be a person, a career, a car, a, you know, a family member, whatever it may be, an experience. Don't put so many expectations on things because you will build it up so much in your head of what you want it to be. And if one little thing's out of place, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to feel like it fell flat. It's going to live rent-free in your head as a failure. And that is the complete like mission of the recovering perfectionist um, is that messy action and moving in a state of flow and redefining what successful experiences, days, careers, relationships look like, because what society says it looks like and what it should look like are two totally different things. And when we redefine all of these things, um, success, wealth, productivity, need, like even just the word need, redefining that is so powerful and it will literally transform your life. Because we're no longer going to be living out of a, uh, from a place of scarcity or fear. We're going to be living from a place of love. Like that's what 
we need to be living from is a place of love. And if you are going into things with more love and gratitude and joy and abundance and intention and awareness, you will not be disappointed. You won't be feeling like you're living in scarcity or fear or judgment from yourself and from others, like whatever it may be, but you will be so much more fulfilled in life and you will take every experience for what it's meant to give you and know that you're meant to have the experience you're supposed to have. You're meant to hear what you're supposed to hear. If you're listening to this episode, you are meant to be here. You are meant to hear this message right now and use that and take that with you into the next thing that you do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and move through the world with more joy and love and acceptance for what the universe has for you. And of course, do the best that you can. Bring your A game into everything that you do. That's what I do. But the the more you relinquish the need to control every single experience and every single thing that you do and every person that comes into your life, the just the happier you'll be, honestly. So I'm going to leave you with that. I thank you again to everyone who reached out and wished me a happy birthday. Thank you for all of your amazing vibrational energy on this day. I cannot wait for what this year has to bring. 33 is going to freaking rock. I am so over the moon. I think 32 was my best year yet. And 33 is just going to exceed all of those. Well, now I'm saying all those expectations. Oh my gosh. Do you see how we do it though? Perfect in the moment example. I don't want to have expectations on 33. I'm going to set that intention right now on this episode. Um, I just know it's going to be great because I'm going to go into it with love and I'm going to go into it with joy that 32 was amazing. And most of the reasons why it was amazing was not things that I had planned. They were just things that just came into my life because I needed them. And yes, I set intentions to heal. Yes. I set intentions. I was, you know, we hit our one year anniversary, all that stuff, but I, the memories I have around all of that were divine intervention. You know, they were just meant to be. And that's what I feel like 33 is going to be. So sending you all so much love, my beautiful recovering perfectionists. I love you so much. And I cannot wait. The next three episodes, uh, the next three weeks are going to be some wonderful guests. I cannot wait for you to hear them. So many incredible topics we're discussing, like traveling on a budget, um, childbirth, doulas, having a pleasurable childbirth experience. That's a whole nother conversation of a fear that I've been working through that I'm finally going to be vulnerable and share with you about. And I have an amazing expert, uh, certified doula that's going to talk to us. And expat life, you guys are interested in moving and doing things in another country. I have an incredible friend of mine who is living that expat life. We have some incredible things coming up and I cannot wait for you to hear all of these wonderful guests and all these wonderful conversations. Sending you so much love and light and I will see you next week.
Thank you so much for listening to the Recovering Perfectionist podcast. I'm Christine, and if this episode resonated with you or spoke to you in any way, please feel free to share. I absolutely love hearing from you guys and your thoughts about the topics based on your experiences. And also, if there's anything you want me to talk about, just screenshot this episode and share it on social media with your comments. Your feedback really helps me to curate episodes that best serve you. If you have time, I would greatly appreciate if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this episode, whether on Apple or Spotify or any other platform. I'm wishing you a blessed week ahead and remember, perfection doesn't exist. Take messy action. Healthy habits keep us balanced and you are enough. Thank you.